Hello and welcome to the Cristero Podcast. You know, this is not my first January to be in the world of weight loss. In fact, I've been involved with them for years at this point, both either on my own journey or uh, as a weight loss coach. And uh, it breaks my heart to see people that are on the journey at this time of year who just vanish in a couple of weeks, in a month, two months. They just, they just stop, just like I would do. Just move on. This is why I have been talking about why do you want to lose weight so much. You need to know why. I mean, you really, really do. The time to come up with your why is not when you feel like quitting. You need to already have something in place when that happens. I would rather you took two weeks and did nothing in your life other than to sit down with, your, with a notepad or some time with your own thoughts and ask yourself, why do I want to lose this weight? Why do I want to go through the process of changing? Why do I want to try new things? Why do I want to maybe give up some things? Why do I want to try to solve old problems in new ways? Why? I put out a bonus episode of the podcast, I call it, but it's these experiential style podcasts where I actually guide you through something. And uh, you can find that further back. There's two of them in my back catalog. Uh, but one of them is uh, Journey Together, I believe it's called, or Journey With Me. But I, I take you on a guided workout. And uh, without spoiling it too much, if you have not listened to it, you should. Uh, you should definitely go back and listen to it. Do it when you're going to do a workout, uh, a run, a walk, a row, or a bike. We all work, or or the elliptical even would work fine. Something where you could ramp up or down the intensity, and it won't hurt you. But working out can be a great place to do some introspective work, to dig into your why, to uh, to you know knock on the door of your brain and your soul and your heart and see what's behind there. And so I'm talking about it now when motivation is high for so many people because I know that motivation and willpower are finite resources. They're replenishable, sure, but they deplete. And a successful journey can't rely on willpower and motivation. Look, let's be real. Most of you go to your job every business day. I got to ask you a question. Are you motivated to go every single day? No, no, you're not. Even for some of you that love what you do, I promise you're not motivated every day. If you are, I'd be real surprised. There's usually at least moments where you're like, man, I'd rather stay in bed. Or, man, I'd love to just enjoy a second cup of coffee, not go in. Or I just quite honestly don't want don't to deal with so-and-so's crap today. You know, whatever. But you go. Why? Why do you go to work when you don't want to some days? That, though, your why gets you there. Nietzsche said, he who has a strong enough why can bear almost any how. I love that saying so much. So, so much. Um, I've said it before on other pieces of things here. And I'm going to keep saying it because I love it. Because it's so true. If your why is strong enough, no matter how much you want to quit, you won't be able to quit. Your why will push you when you can't push yourself. When you don't have it in you to keep going, your why is going to be there for you to lean on and for it to pull you through the hard times. But it won't be there unless you come up with it. 
And nobody is going to come up with it but you. Nobody. You know, people will ask me what my why is, and I'll share some of it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because it's mine. Like, your why has to be personal. It has to be, has to be meaningful. It has to be meaning for you on a, on a primal level. And I can't give that to you. No one can give that to you but you. You know, I'm doing what I can to help guide and to help, help you find it. But at the end of the day, it's going to have to be you. And this is why I like journaling so much. Because it provides a path to help you understand your why. But you don't have to do it through journaling. Maybe, maybe you have a close friend or a relative or a counselor or a therapist that you can talk to. Maybe you're somebody that needs to talk it out to find your why. Maybe some of you need to go take yourself on a quiet walk. Just be with your thoughts for a minute. Whatever it is, you need to do something that allows you to hear the quiet whispers that come in your mind that telling you why you really want to do something. Sometimes you know on a subconscious level and you need to coax it out. If you're looking for some help with that, uh, I've included in the show notes to this uh, podcast a link to my journaling guide. And in that journaling guide, I talk about three methodologies for journaling. And the third methodology is the levels of why. And I love this exercise. It's so powerful and it works so well. And it's one you can do over and over and over and over again. So I recommend you download the journal guide. It gives it more in detail, but I'm going to just explain the premise of it right here. You say, why do I want to lose weight? Write that down as a question. And then provide an answer. And then immediately ask yourself, why is that the answer? And then you provide that answer. And then you go, why is that the answer? And then you, you know, see where I'm going here? You write down the answer and then you go, why is that the answer? You just keep digging in. You go layer by layer and you see what's there. And you'll be amazed at some of the connections you find and help you gain a deeper, more meaningful understanding behind your motivations and why you do something. It can be scary to do sometimes. I know it was scary for me. The reason why it was scary for me is because I'm one of those people that I can't unknow something. Once I know something, I, I'm compelled to act. Like once I know the calories of something, it influences whether I eat it or not. But if I stay in blissful ignorance, well, then I'm free to do what I want, right? Because ignorance is bliss. And so sometimes I wouldn't ask myself a question because quite honestly, I didn't want to know the answer. Because if I knew the answer, I'd have to change things. And I wasn't ready to change things. So I wouldn't even ask the question. So there's a topic of weight loss that I've never really addressed. And I haven't addressed it because, well, because this is my tribe. This is my drug of choice. The way you gain weight is by being in a caloric surplus. Now, a lot of, a major cause of being in a caloric surplus is from overeating, eating too much food, which I definitely did, 100%, 100% ate too much food on a regular basis. Would not be strange for I me. Mean, every Wednesday, I easily eat 4,500 to 5,000 calories. Every Wednesday, I know because I sat down and figured it out not too long ago because I was curious because I ate the same thing every Wednesday. That's why. But I digress. My drug, the, but the other way you can create a caloric surplus is by reducing your energy output by just not moving. 
The reality is I spent my life moving from chair to chair to chair to chair. Waking from my chair bed, you know, my bed. Well, sometimes it was a chair because I had such debilitating acid reflux, it was not strange to sleep in the recliner. I just left pillows down there. So I could wake up in a chair and then I would go to the shower where, guess what? I had a chair in my shower. Yeah, I had one of those little stool things in the corner. Oh yeah, I'd sit on it. I love to sit in the shower. And then I would move from my chair in the shower to the chair downstairs to eat. And then I would move from the chair there to the chair in my car. And then I would move from the chair in my car to the chair in my office. Then I'd move from the chair in my office to the chair at lunch. Well, actually, between there, I went to the chair in my vehicle to the chair at lunch. And I just kept going from chair to chair. As soon as I get home, it was getting to the next chair because I didn't want to sit much. Wow, what is that? That just happened to me. Um, um, semantic satiation, is that what it's called? Where, where word loses all its meaning? A chair, I just totally ruined it. Anyway, again, I digress. So one of the things I did in my sea of chairs was to sit in my chair where I played video games or my chair where I watched TV and movies. Whereas a lot of people eat their feelings, and I certainly did my fair share of that. My main thing was I abandoned my feelings by escaping them to the world of movies, TV shows, video games. You know, I'd stay up till two or three in the morning playing video games every night, you know, because apparently I don't need sleep, even though every, there's no reason to believe I don't need sleep. I even knew I needed sleep, but no, I'd stay up till two, two in the morning on the regular. Wake up late, tired, rushing to work, not in a great mental state. So I'm, you know, getting two bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits on my way to the office. And so when I decided to lose weight, part of me knew I was going to lose that drug. And, And at first, I wasn't willing to give it up. I wasn't willing to change it. I wanted to keep doing it. So I did. You know, I, I increased my exercise. I increased my food or decreased my food. But I quickly started realizing that, you know, I, I can't keep watching this many hours of movies and TV shows and video games. I, I, I'm going to need to like go out and live my life. And this is going to be a difficult thing because I know how people in, that love TV show movies and video games think because I love movies. You have to say, I, I was the guy every Thursday. I was in the movie theater watching the new releases for the week every Thursday night. And of course I had to have my big popcorn and I had to have my big drink and my candy and sometimes even a dinner. By the way, those large popcorns are often a thousand calories and I'd eat one and a half of them. I mean, I love movies and I love TV shows, but there came a point when I realized I, I need to go out in the world and see my own creations and make my own things. Now, this is my choice. I'm not, I'm not saying what, what's right for me here is right for anybody else. I'm just sharing my experience here in this. But one of the things I struggled with with weight, and I struggle with it every time in the past, is because part of me felt like I was going to have to give that up. And I didn't have a good enough reason to give it up, so I wouldn't. And it would be very difficult to lose weight when I'm never moving, because I didn't want to give those up. Well, when I lost the weight for the last time, the final time, I didn't just give them up. In fact, I didn't even ever choose to. You see, instead, I just started adding other things in my life to do. Because successful weight loss and successful change isn't just about what you take out. It's about what you add. Because if you take something out, what are you going to replace it with? So I replaced coming home, spending all night watching TV shows and movies for taking my camera and going out in the world. 
I, 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 you know, instead of buying the latest video game console, I went and bought myself a new camera lens to get me excited to use my camera. I decided to use some of my hard-earned money that I had saved to upgrade my camera to something I truly would enjoy and love. Not that I didn't love my camera, I had, but it was, it was getting a little long in the tooth, so to speak. And it helped reignite my passion for it, and I went out into the world to start doing it. I'm moving and I'm seeing things. I started getting excited at the notion of catching a sunrise. It gave me a reason to get up early so that I couldn't stay up late playing games. I still played some games, but I couldn't stay up late because I wanted to get up early. And because I knew I'd want to get up at four in the morning on a Saturday, I knew I couldn't be going to bed at two or three in the morning throughout the week or I'd never make it. And so my desire to go take these pictures, my desire for these adventures motivated me to start going to bed earlier, which in turn motivated me to play a little bit less video games, which in turn motivated me to move a little bit more. You see how this is all connected? But it all comes down to my why. I had a reason for doing a thing that was positive for me. Every part of your life is connected. If you think all you can do is lose the weight and nothing else will change, you are just fooling yourself. If you lose all the weight and then your life is exactly the same as when you started, you are going to put the weight back on. I'm just going to be very blunt about that because I used to live in denialville about it until I finally realized that no, I cannot go back to the life that made me big, the life that made me basic almost 300 pounds, 290 pounds. I could not go back to that life. And so that meant I was going to need to change some things. But again, because I had a why, the change wasn't hard. I no longer watch as many TV shows or as many movies or play very many video games. And it's not because I am restricted. It's not because I'm not even allowed to. I still own an Xbox. I still have computer games. I just choose to do other things as well. And I have so many other things that now interest me that compete with the video games that the video games are no longer the number one spot. So I didn't have to remove them from the list. I just had to find something I liked more. I didn't have to give up cheeseburgers and pizza as regular lunches and dinners. I just had to find things I enjoyed eating more that were more in alignment with my personal goals. I just posted a TikTok, uh, well, the the day before this goes up, showing a salmon dish that I make. I've been making this thing for years. I discovered it on my when I was losing weight, and I love it. I don't need to still keep eating it. I could eat other things, but I genuinely like it. So I make it once or twice a week. Um, that's just because salmon comes at one-pound slices, so I cut it in half, and I need to eat the other one before it goes bad. But I thoroughly enjoy it. When you hit maintenance, nothing should change. The only thing that should change is you start working your way out of a deficit. That's it. So if you're living and losing weight by this strange set of rules that you, this isn't going to work because you can't have some funny set of rules and think you're going to stick with them for 10 years. Whatever you choose to do, you need to be willing to do it for 10 years with the exception of being in a deficit. And being in a deficit doesn't always mean eating less. It could just mean eating more or moving more. And moving more doesn't have to be exercise. Moving more could just be breaking the cycle of chair to chair to chair to chair. You know, I, there's a gas station down the street from me. If I want to drink, I just ride my bike over to it or walk. Uh, the movie theater's down the street. It's a mile and a half away. Now, from here on out, whenever I go to the movies, I'm just going to walk. 
just moved here, so it's a new spot. You know, don't be afraid to hop on a bike or go for a walk somewhere. You know, if it's a if it's a seven or eight minute walk versus a two or three minute drive, what is it costing you really to walk a little bit? Nothing. You can be opportunistic about increasing your movement, about breaking the cycle of chair to chair to chair. So I'm going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. Thanks so much for being here and for listening. If you're not part of the Facebook group, come join the fun. You can find that over at ChrisTarrowCoaching.com. Click on free content. There's a direct link to it there that'll take you there. I've got a few more blog articles that I've put up. You might check those out if you like learning via written. Um, Some stuff is going up on YouTube recently that's gone up, and I've got more coming. I've got a studio that is getting built right now in my new office space, which I'm very excited about. Uh, So more videos are going to be coming there. Um, which I'm very, very excited about. And group coaching is something that is coming as well. On top of my one-on-one, I'm going to start offering group. And um, I'm building out the technical back end for managing it. I am a one-man team, so I do the best I can with the timing. Um, I'm having someone help me with part of it. But that is coming. So if you want to be on the wait list for when group coaching comes out, to be notified and, and to learn about it, I'm going to give my wait list first crack at it. If you go to the Facebook group, I've got a link there on the top of the page in the pinned section. You can click on that. That'll take you right to the spot where you can sign up. I am also coming out with a couple of new services that will be released next week. I will talk about them briefly on next week's podcast, but I'll talk about them in length and at length in the Facebook group. So if you want to find the latest about that, you can go check that out, or you can check my website when those go live. Again, I will briefly mention it next week. And next week's podcast episode all right have a good rest of your day remember that you can do hard things i'll see you next week